1: Behind the scenes experience in Washington and around the world. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good afternoon, everyone. Hope you're having a fantastic Thursday. This is Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Great to be with you on an extended edition of Inside Sources. We'll be with you all the way till 3 o'clock today when we will pass the microphone off to Jeff Kaplan, who will get you home safe and smart. Uh, with all the news, traffic, weather, and information and insight you need uh, to get home just a little better, uh, a lot of ground we've been covering today. Uh, I want to get back into the uh, the challenge that uh, we have issued uh, to government, to Washington, to the president, uh, to really actually move this conversation forward. Uh, we issued this uh, a couple of days ago, and it's a it's a real simple scenario uh, where. We're asking the president to tap the vice president to get in a room with the four most powerful legislators in the country, Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Democrat, Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, Republican from the House, Leader Mitch McConnell, Republican from the Senate, and Chuck Schumer, Minority Leader, Democrat from the Senate. Those people control what happens in Congress, what bills get to the floor, what what doesn't, what gets votes, what doesn't get a vote. Uh, those are the people right there. And the challenge is really simple. You have 21 days, 21 days. Get some meaningful, not just, not just gun laws. Let's get some real legislation, some real data. As we were talking with Jeremy Roberts, I keep thinking we've got to get better data uh, if we're really going to start impacting these issues in a significant way. But take 21 days and come up with a plan and some solutions that you can vote on in Congress, that the president can sign into law, and that we can have a conversation about as the American people. And at the end of 21 days, if you cannot get it done, then all five of those people should stand in front of the American people and say, we are incapable of leading. And they should step down from their posts as the Speaker of the House and Majority Leader. Step aside. Because it's it's no longer just time for for talking about stuff. we have to take action. We have to get to things that are gonna actually make a difference for the American people. And granted, legislation is not is not the be all end all. It's the beginning of the beginning in my book. We gotta have a host of conversations about a host of other things that we'll we'll talk about a little later in the show today. Uh, but we have to get to this twenty-one days now. I had James Walner on uh, yesterday. Uh, I often called James or referred to James as the Sage of the Senate. Uh, he knows every procedural rule. He knows all the things you can do to get votes and to get debate going uh, on the floor of the Senate. Because so often you hear uh, members of the Senate say, "Well, my my bill was blocked," or "My amendment was blocked." Mitch McConnell blocked this or uh, the minority blocked that. There are 23 different ways to get things done in the United States Senate. And both sides of the aisle use procedure as an excuse, an excuse to point fingers and place blame, an excuse to go back and forth uh, so they can raise money for their political campaigns because they can... They can send an email to their base and they can say, I put forward this bill and it was blocked. Help me send $25 to my campaign. And both sides do it. The reality is, is that senators can bring things to the floor when they want. It is not dependent on the majority or the minority leader to make that happen. But we've started to accept that. Because we hear it over and over and over and over again. And so there is a way to do it. Uh, one of the things that shocked me most, I, I remember the first day I was chief of staff, I went with the senator to the floor of the Senate. He was going to give a speech. And we walked in, and the only human beings in the Senate were those that had to be there and the security people and the Senate pages who were all sitting on the steps, very bored. And Senator Lee got up and gave a, what I thought was a brilliant speech, because I helped work on it, to no one. Most of the speeches that you hear from the floor of the United States Senate and uh, also from the House are given to empty chambers. Nobody's, Nobody's even there. And a lot of these speeches ended up being just so they could post it to social media, so they could use it for fundraising, so they could send it out to their constituents and say, look, look, I gave an important speech. And while those speeches are important, uh, I wish the rest of the members were there to hear those speeches and then to have debate on those speeches and then to actually take votes on what those speeches are proposing. Now, I know that's really radical stuff. And a lot of you have the sound of the, uh, the old Saturday morning, uh, I'm just a bill, <laughs> schoolhouse rock playing in your heads. It really is that simple. Uh, in fact, I asked James Walner, again, the sage of the Senate, he knows all the rules, all the ways to, to do it. I asked him what he thought about this idea of ours to have those five people go after this thing in 21 days and, if not, be accountable before the American people. And this is what James Walner said.
0: If they actually did it, I you know if they actually heeded your advice, which I think is very sound, if they I, they, I don't think they'd need 21 days, because you have really tough issues. But but there's a great political scientist that I used to read in grad school, and he said that um, that that compromise emerges out of the legislative struggle. It emerges out of it. it doesn't, you don't have it until you get on the floor, until you get into the committee rooms and you start hassling and arguing and negotiating and bargaining. And, and someone offers an amendment and other people counter. And that's how you begin to get an idea of what you can do. And out of that, you get a compromise. And I, and I believe, and look, these are very important, very controversial issues. People feel yeah. strongly about these issues on all sides. But that's why we have Congress. And if the Congress... and I firmly believe this. If the Congress got together and said, look, we're not going home until we get something done, and they just had a freewheeling, wide open debate, I don't mm. think they'd even need 21 days. Yeah. I don't think it. I, don't, I think they'd get it done in a week. Isn't that amazing?
1: <laughs> All right. That's James Wallner uh, weighing in. And, and he thinks that our 21 day challenge is 14 days too many. Uh, he thinks that if you really got everybody in the room and on the floor of the House and the Senate and actually debated it, And amended it and voted on it in front of the American people. Uh, We could probably do it in seven days, but we're being nice and it's August. So we'll, we'll give them 21 days to get this thing done uh, because it can be done. And if it can be done and it should be done, then we need to get it done. And if those that are back there now can't lead that, uh, they need to be undone and sent home. All right, we're going to continue this conversation. Don't go anywhere. When we come back, uh, we'll continue this 21 day challenge, what it means, and how do we actually move the country forward. This is Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Don't go anywhere. We're here on KSL News Radio. Inside Sources with, with Boyd, Boyd Matheson, Matheson on KSL News Radio. Welcome back, everyone. Hope you're having a fantastic Thursday. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Great to be with you on the extended edition of Inside Sources. And we're going to continue uh, talking about this challenge that we've thrown out, 21 days uh, for lawmakers to really get it together. Uh, But, of course, it is impossible, I have found, for Congress to get something done if they're not there. And, of course, they've broken uh, – I don't like to word use the word recess just because it's really not a recess. Most representatives uh, will take a week or so off uh, to do a family vacation or something like that to uh, be with family and regroup. But most of it they spend actually traveling throughout their states or throughout their districts, uh, having town halls, meeting with key constituents and so on. Uh, so it, it's rarely really a recess. Uh, people like to call it that, I think, because it's easier to poke at. But uh, I know as a chief of staff, I would cringe every time I heard the word recess because it's really not a recess. It's just working in a different place. (laughs) You're working in the home state uh, or in the home district there. Uh, But it is time for Congress to get back to Washington and to actually address these things. And so as we've been talking about it, again, a, a real simple challenge, get the right people in the room. And it has to be the leaders, no blue ribbon panels, No gang of eight, just the leaders of both parties, two from the House, two from the Senate, and the vice president. And they need to hash some things out to get it started Uh, so that we can actually have a vote. We can have something the president can sign so we can get some things that will at least signal to the American people that we're paying attention. And we're going to start taking some action. And then they also need to further the discussion that this is not going to just be legislated out of Washington and start the discussions around a host of other issues, societal issues, that we, we need to talk about it. They're, they're uncomfortable conversations, but they need to be had. And some of them may result in legislation in Washington. A lot of them should be into re, uh, legislation in the states. And many, many, many more of them Are going to take place in our neighborhoods and our communities and in our homes and in our families. Uh, That's where we got to get to. So it's only been a few days since uh, the twin massacres took place in El Paso and in Dayton, Ohio. And there's one thing that I know is clear. There's there's a lot of uncertainty and there's still a lot of unknowns to be sure. Uh, The one thing we do know for sure is that way too many politicians across the political spectrum are trying to use these tragedies to their advantage. They're pointing fingers, they're placing blame, and yet they seem unwilling to actually gain uh, engage in the hard work and heavy lifting that will get us forward movement, not just motion, but forward movement in solving some of these problems. So while the clock's ticking, lawmakers are gone. And they're really content to just lob verbal assaults at each other from far away, but the House and the Senate are not in session and the president seems to be content with some speeches, some comments, and some tweets uh, rather than using some clout to to pressure lawmakers into action. I mean, let's be honest, Washington, D.C. today is a ghost town. Nobody's there. And that's, that's just unacceptable. To me, that's a failure of leadership. It's actually a failure of representative government. Now, the thing that is important for all of us to keep in mind, this, and this is always a critical one to me, is we have to remember politicians rarely lead. They almost never lead. It's community, it's culture, it's individual citizens that lead, and then the politicians follow. Uh, They may be better at running to the front of a parade than any group of people on the planet. They see the parade marching by, and they'll race to the front of it. And guess what? As long as it's we the people driving that parade, I don't care. (laughs) If they want to take credit, if they want to use it to keep an eye, that's fine. But let's drive it. And So we do need to remember that. Uh, We we can't just sit around and point fingers and, and place blame. And the interesting thing is that even before the shootings, uh, all the all the polls, all the public comment was that the American people support stronger background checks. Uh, we talked with Jeremy Roberts. Everybody agrees. Nobody really expects that to change things in terms of mass shootings, but if it saves someone from a suicide. if it prevents uh, domestic violence, which is something that is grossly neglected in all of this conversation. I really appreciated Jeremy Roberts bringing that up today, that again, a lot of the the gun deaths, uh, even here in the state of Utah, 85% of gun deaths are suicides, and the vast majority of the remaining are domestic disputes. And so, People are in favor of things. Let's make sure we're getting data and let's let's do the hard work and heavy lifting together. Let's get some great science. Let's get some great data. Let's get some great legislation and let's, let's move forward. So while people are, are in favor of that, we, we got to push it and we have to push the politicians to get there. And as I said, not every one of these proposed solutions what could or would have necessarily impact on a mass shooting situation. But when the public sentiment says, Hey, we, we can look at a lot of approaches. We can have conversations about a lot of different things that are going to impact this, but we have to engage in the, in the conversation, whether it's politically palatable or not. So, as I said before, on Monday, we called for the president to convene top legislators House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, and Senate Minority Leader uh, Chuck Schumer, and put the vice president in charge of the group, 21 days, go at it. And they can hammer it out. Those five people could get to a solution that could be voted on and passed in both houses, signed by the president, and move forward. But yet as of Thursday, here we are, it's Thursday, we are nearly a week into this mess and here's all we know that's taken place. Nancy Pelosi has resisted calls to reconvene the House, says she's kind of open to it now, uh, but her main focus has been calling out the Senate, which is the popular thing to do when you're in the House, is to call out the Senate, uh, which is not wrong because the House has passed some, some good background check legislation. Uh, Kevin McCarthy immediately came out and suggested that it was video games, that the video games deserve the blame for the violence. And again, the data doesn't back that up. Uh, Mitch McConnell has resisted every single call to bring the Senate back. And even though he's urged uh, Republicans to engage in the discussion, uh, you know, he's he's just not really interested, which is why he would be happier with some sort of uh, blue ribbon panel or gang of eight approach, and Chuck Schumer has uh, really been on the rant page, not rampage, rant page, uh, with all kinds of condemnation of the president uh, and uh, everything that he's doing, that he's un-American, off balance, and he's you know continued to urge Mitch McConnell to reconvene, and the president, uh, of course, has has condemned white supremacy and racism. He's tweeted hints that he supports some stronger background check legislation, uh, but he hasn't done anything to call people back, to use the leverage of the presidency to get those leaders together. So, as in most things in Washington, after all is said and done, much more is said than done. And we're not really giving honor to those who lost their lives and the families of those victims who are in mourning and grieving and trying to figure out a path forward. And we can do better. And while the shooter in El Paso was suspected of uh, writing a manifesto that mimicked far-right white supremacist rhetoric, and the shooter in Dayton posted Democratic attacks on the president in his social media posts, ultimately the shooters are responsible for their actions and while americans may be divided on many of the solutions and many of the proposals that are out there to address mass shootings in america we are in consensus on much more than our representatives seem to be acknowledging accepting or driving and so our 20-day 21-day clock is ticking the american people want action not rhetoric, not blame. They want responsibility, and the 21 day challenge is the way to get it. All right, it is time to step aside. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. We're here on Inside Sources. Don't go anywhere. We're going to talk about how this divisiveness plays out in college football. KSL's Dave McCann will join us next. Don't go anywhere. We're here on KSL News Radio.